This is the Tana Talks podcast, where we break all of the social media rules and we just keep it real. No filters, no Photoshop, just real people having real talks. I'm your host, Montana Duran. What is up, guys? Welcome back. It's me, Montana, and this is the Tana Talks podcast. I'm confused. Should I start calling myself Tana? Like, hey, this is Tana. Like, I don't know. That's... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Someone send help. But seriously, welcome back. Thank you guys for your continued listening, your continued support. I love you guys. It does not go unnoticed. I enjoy doing this podcast so much. And the fact that you guys are so kind and supportive and encouraging with your DMs, with your texts, with your posts, like everything. It really, it warms my heart. I see you guys. I love you. And I'm never going to stop loving you. But I stopped doing two episodes a week during quarantine because I wanted to just make sure it was hard to like get interviews kind of there for a minute. I kind of got into a Uh, weird space but I'm kind of coming through that now I'm scheduling more out and I'm actually able to meet people in real life like I love zoom and I love the technology of zoom and that we're able to do it on there I love that but I'm such an in-person interview kind of gal I love to read people's energies I love to you know their body language and you can really just feel more conversational in real life zoom is great and it's a great resource and and it's it's awesome for for the upcoming interviews that I've scheduled on there but I love that I've been able to do some in person because Georgia lifted the ban and so I got to record with my friend Allie who I haven't seen in a few months because of quarantine and she made me a charcuterie board and we had sparkling water and we just were having fun we were we we get deep on this podcast that you're about to hear and we were having fun and we were laughing but it was so good to catch up because we also got really deep and Allie opened up way more than I was expecting and I'm so thankful for that she's awesome and you guys are gonna love her but I want the Tuesday episodes to be focused on the guests and then I'll do a mini episodes on Thursdays you know we're just we're back you know quarantine is kind of we're not back to normal. I don't know if we'll ever be back to normal, but were we ever really normal before? But but since things are opening back up and, and I'm able to get kind of my life back and things scheduled out, we're going to go back to two episodes a week or try to. You know, if I don't do one on a Thursday, don't come for me. Okay, guys? I love you. I mean it. Here is Allie Shaw. Guys, she is cracking us up in this episode she's getting real she's getting raw she's getting open but we're also laughing we're joking around you know we're just having a good time so I hope you guys enjoy Allie she's so funny she's so pretty she's literally so hard working and I love her so much that I know you guys are gonna love her this is truly an honor I never want to be that friend that I want to keep my friends my friends. I don't want to be like so thirsty because I have a podcast and be like, hey, we come on. So I was always like, didn't want to ever be pushy to Allie, but I'm like, like, yo, Allie, you're coming on. And she finally did. And I'm so excited. It was so much fun. It was so needed. We needed to catch up and it was a great night. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Allie. So here we go. 
Before we do jump in, though, I'm never going to not be thirsty and be like, if you're enjoying this, please rate it, review it, leave a review if you have a second. It really, it really does help. And, you know, I'm sorry for that little tidbit of my knowledge. But here's Allie. I love you. I mean it. This is Montana. This is Allie Shaw. Hi, Allie. Welcome. <laughs> and if you guys don't know the reference for what our intro was for, we're toasters. We're toasters. And if um, tune into the morning toast, the millennial morning show, where they go live every Monday through Friday, <laughs> 10 30 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube, <laughs> giving you the fast five stories that you need to know every morning before you take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Allie, I am, I would be remissed, devastated, and heartbroken if I didn't let you know how honored that I am that you're on this podcast with me right now. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you for the cheese plate. You're welcome. Thank you for the sparkling water. You're welcome. Thank you for the cuddles with your dog. The Trader Joe's pizza. The Trader Joe's pizza. Which kind of slaps. Guys, she made a charcuterie board. (laughs) What did you call it? (laughs) Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. Is that not what I said? You said charcuterie. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> that goes back to my grandma came to visit over the Christmas. And my one job was to make a charcuterie board. Okay. And she kept calling it a charcuterie board. And now it's like ingrained <laughs> in my brain charcuterie. To, to make fun of it, even though it's like everything I love. That's and so, so cute. It, she doesn't get it, but she she did eat it. So she's fine. Yeah. I but, love making a good cheese plate. But seriously, can you tell us about yourself, Allie? Like, you know, a little bit about who you are because you're one of the coolest people, if not the coolest person I know. I'm really not. You are. I'm really not. You're so humble, but you're the coolest no, person. I'm really boring. I'm, yeah, I just hang out with my dog and play Animal Crossing now. Um, but I'm Allie. Um, I'm 25. I'm fun. <laughs> um, for work, I do social media at Free Chapel, um, which is a lot of fun for fun. I go to Atlanta and get coffee and <laughs> shop on Amazon and um, play Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, you did just get a Switch. Yeah, I think I need to return it. Why? I feel like it's taking too much of my time. But you don't have a PlayStation. You no, just have the Switch. Just the Switch. So you can do that. Yeah, but I'm staying up until like 3 a.m. Like, I'm so happy you're here, but I know that as soon as you leave, I'm so excited because I'm going to like harvest some peaches on my um it's not like farmville it's like a new game yeah well okay so there's been like multiple versions of animal crossing okay and i think this is like the fifth one i never played i wasn't allowed to play video games growing up like we didn't have them and so i bought a switch for myself to play and it's so much fun well i love that so you are not from here correct you moved from vegas yes yeah you moved for the church yeah what were you doing before that? So I've lived here for like three years. Um, before that, I lived in Vegas. I was working for a church out there. Um, I did like their Bible college internship program mm-hmm. and ended up getting hired um, as a creative assistant and then eventually learned how to do graphic design and social media from them. And it became my full-time job, which is cool. So I like learned how to do all of those things out there. Yeah. Does it ever become like super overwhelming to feel like you always have to be thinking of something new and and creating content like I don't think I never realized how much people 
it's your job. Like it's a job yeah. and it's so much to constantly be having to think cre- like creativity is a resource and you know, like yeah. you can feel like you're running out of it sometimes. So it's ever hard to like keep up with yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it takes some of the like fun out of social media away because you're like on TikTok and you're watching something, but then you're like, okay, how can I do this for our youth ministry? Like, how can we take this idea for our church Mm -hmm. um, or for the platforms that I run? But yeah, it becomes a lot. (laughs) It's fun. I'm grateful for it. It pays my bills and it's a lot of fun. And it's like the coolest job ever, like to be able to make Instagram posts and like that has provided a way of life for me. Yes. Is it a lot? Like, for sure, it, it doesn't stop. Like, ministry never stops, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's that whole thing. But when it's social media, it's like if something – there could be a tragedy that happens at, like, 7 a.m. And then, like, I get a text and it's, like, the moment I wake up, then I have to, like, make a post about it. Yeah. Or there could be something really great that happened and we want to get it out. Um, And it's just, like, staying informed, staying aware. So it has its pros and cons. I – I get that. I can't. I can't imagine though. Are there things that you do for creativity, like to to get more of it? I don't know. I need. I need some. Do you know what's like funny? What? Okay. So yesterday I was working on a graphic and I was like hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. Um. And I have a dog, obviously now, which yes. has changed my life. And I went on a walk. Mm-hmm. And I always hear people talk about this. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just like go on a walk when I need some inspiration. I've just never been that person because I don't love the outside. I love air conditioning. <laughs> um. But I went on a walk yesterday, mm-hmm. and I just like cleared my head and I like got some motivation out of it and it's great um so I went I'm going on walks I did it once but that's my <laughs> that's what I do um that and then I saw a tweet from somebody and it talked about how like and this is so cheesy but it's actually really true and I felt a lot of conviction when I saw it about how um you can't have creativity without God and I think like there's people who like do creativity for like secular content and I that's still like a gift from God mm-hmm. um and I know that if I'm not consistent in reading my bible or if I'm not consistent in prayer I'm not as creative and I'm mm-hmm. actually a lot more frustrated than I am creative so pray it sounds cheesy but no I stuff's real <laughs> it's real y'all it's real y'all <laughs> no but that is so good because I think people sometimes have a distorted view of God, but Mm -hmm. I love to think of him like he is this like creator. Like he created some trippy stuff. Let's be real. Like all these fishes out there, all these animals, (laughs) like the sky, the like it, he is so, he is creativity. He created all of this and he created us because he didn't want to like, he wanted someone to enjoy the creation. So it is, it is pretty crazy that people try to do creative things without the creator himself. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, some like you said, some of it is good, but I, I love that. I think it gives you a creative edge. Yeah. And I think just like with God, you're always going to be learning something new. And I think just like creativity, like there'll always be a new idea. Yeah. There'll always be something. I, I love this quote and it's like your favorite song, like might not have even been written yet. Like yeah. it's just a yeah. thought. Yeah. No, and it's crazy. So it's a lot of like leaning into that and I need to be better at it. But that, and you know, go for a walk. <laughs> walks. I've been going on a lot of walks with this virus. Yeah, they're kind of nice. Yes. So the walks, not the virus. Not the, oh, no. Not, not no. the cue. <laughs> no, not the cue, not no. the virus, but the walks. The walks. <laughs> and the fact that you got a dog. Oh my God, yeah. Game changer. Um, So we've talked about the positives and we love that it's your income and 
gives you this house and all that. But what are some negative impacts that you've seen from social media? Yeah. I mean, I think it, no one's going to be like surprised by this, but like Instagram is toxic. It's like toxic AF. Yeah. Um, And just like the comparison and looking at other people and the facade that it creates and how fake you can be, but also how nasty you can be. I think working on a platform that has a larger influence, you really see how nasty people are, um, which blows my mind. I Especially on a church account, the things I've read on there, it's yeah, insane. I've never been that confident, like, ever. And so, I like, kudos to you for being this confident, but, like, find a different outlet. But um, – I don't know. I think last year I had a really hard time with Instagram in particular. Um, I started to struggle with comparison like right before my 25th birthday. 25 just feels really major. And so I think oh, yeah. I like, psyched myself out for it. And Instagram became really hard. I was looking at other people's lives. And I don't know. It just I felt like I wasn't – I felt like my life was second rate compared to other people. And then um, I also was really lonely at that time okay. and started to get these Instagram ads that were honestly just terrible. Um, it would be things like lonely Christian girl, do you need something? Or like how to deal with loneliness or this is why you're single. Like how to how to talk to boy, which is like just so bizarre that people are putting out content like that, but also knowing how ads and targeted ads work. You knowing, felt extra targeted. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm fitting the box. Like I, I know how this happens and I fit the category. And it's not like based off of appearance. It's not based off of anything, but it's based off of like factual information. And it really like, it's sounds stupid, but it like broke me. Mm -hmm. And I got rid of Instagram for like three weeks. I just deactivated my profile. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it kind of gives, it gives you, you can see things in a different way because you know all that information mm -hmm. and you knew, okay, I need to take a step back. Yeah. But think about these targeted ads that are going out to everybody in yeah. the world that yeah. don't know how that works and that will make their depression like worse yeah. and lower and you really do see like how toxic it really is like it's learning everything about you and targeting you things like you might not yeah need to see like if you're really low in a point yeah like I've seen ads that like I'm like are you freaking kidding me right now yeah it, and they come at the worst time mm -hmm. like honestly I think like the devil works in like the Instagram ad department because like oh the devil works in technology for oh, 100%. sure like not to like be like oh wow oh. she's so spiritual and whatever <laughs> she works in a church okay <laughs> but it's like I really think I, nobody <laughs> not, I don't work at a church guys <laughs> but I really like I would call Victoria my best friend and I'm just like crying on the phone I'm like oh my god I got a freaking ad like and it yeah. just broke me and it would be like 11 30 p.m mm -hmm. and I'm already like sad like had a hard day or something and then it's like hits you with this ad and it's just so weird and it feels so personal um so I have had to like adjust my algorithm in a way like I've turned yeah. off ads like as much as I can but yeah you really can't turn them off completely no because then it's like one thing we hate these ads and how like they can target you and, and send you content that you don't want to see at times. But then you're like, if I didn't have these ads, like I'd have to pay for all these services. So it's yeah, like, it's like, I know. wouldn't know about like that sale and I would pay full price. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Pros and cons. I get that. I get that. Um, so I loved that we had this, we, we talked about some of these questions before, and this is one that I really wanted to talk about because I really liked your answer. And it was, what do you wish some, was something that was more openly talked about. And you kind of came at that question with a different outlook. And I really want to talk about that. 
You remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm like, what? You, what did I say <laughs> five I minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess this kind of answers another question that's on your thing. Yeah. So we'll just kind of like hit. We'll hit two with one because it was like, what is something? I was going to skip that one because I felt like you didn't want to answer it. Oh, no. Well, it kind of <laughs> ties into this. Okay. But so, so here are the two questions. What is something, a difficult situation that you've been through mm-hmm. and how's, how how'd you handle that? And then this one was about what do you wish something was more openly talked about? So you can hit both of those. Yeah. So, in a, so okay, growing up, um, I think, like, I remember the first time it being very real to me. I was eight years old when I realized I was, like, depressed, which when you think about an eight-year-old, like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Um, and at 13, I was, like, diagnosed with, like, clinical depression and, like, was put on antidepressants and basically have been on them since, mm-hmm. um, like, on and off in various seasons. And struggling with like really bad depression, really bad anxiety. Um, and grateful that like, you know, I've learned to manage that and that I've been like healed of some of that, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's like a very real thing for me. And so when you ask the question about something that I wish was more openly talked about, while I'm grateful that mental health is talked about a lot, Mm -hmm. I think it needs to be, cause there needs to be an awareness. Like when I was 13 and I'm told by the doctor I'm depressed, you hear about that on TV, but I didn't really know what it meant. Um, And so it just sounded really scary. And so I think of like 13-year-olds now who like know what depression is and know what anxiety is. It's great because they're able to like filter their feelings and kind of understand themselves more. What I don't love is that it's almost become like a trend, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like not to downplay it because it is very real, but where people are like, oh, I'm so anxious. Or it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like just depressed. And it's like, well, no, like I'm medicated for it. Like you, 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 you might be like, you might have like feelings of anxiety and not to downplay it, but it's like, um, I told you about a brand where they came out with these necklaces that said like anxious and bipolar and depressed. And their goal with it was like, Hey, I'm not going to be labeled by this, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, I'm proud of it, but it was weird that it was like an accessory. And I don't see my mental illness as an accessory. I see it as something that like I've had to navigate my life with Mm -hmm. and, while we can talk about it, I think it's great, but I don't think we need to talk about it in a way where it becomes a joke because it's almost like – And you want to have it. Yeah. People want – it's well, almost like you feel left out if you don't have – Yeah. Well, I've had conversations with people before where they don't understand it or they don't know that part about me yeah. and that it's something that like honestly I, I walk through like it's a thing like mm-hmm. every day and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm honestly – I'm just really anxious about it. And they're like, oh, I'm just anxious about it. And it's like – no, like I am. I threw up 30 minutes ago because I like couldn't handle these emotions. But yeah. like people just don't get it because it's become something that you just like downplay. So I don't know. It's great. Let's have an awareness. I don't know how to like merge this into no, like a positive I, like tone. No, I get what you're saying because it is something like it needs to be discussed. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be something that people – like you say, like want to wear it on a necklace and yeah, and weird. just downplay it because like you, people literally take their life every day because yeah. of stuff like this and and it's not just a fashion statement. It's yeah. literally a debilitating yeah disease. Some people can't like work and it's stuff that needs to be worked through and and I like how open you are about it because yeah. you do love Jesus. You do um pray, you read your Bible, you like yeah. you work in in ministry and you're very you were open about. Yeah, I was medicated for it. Yeah. And I think because I think for so long that has even been stigmatized like in a church setting. Like yeah. there are times and places and seasons for that. And there is 
nothing wrong with that. No. It it it's it's okay. Well, we were joking about it before we were talking about these. Like when you were like, okay, these are like the questions, and yeah, you're like, um, what's something you went through? And I was like, I mean, I could talk about like depression because I'm not. I'm if you ask me about it, I'll be really open about it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you're like, yeah, and you like made it through like with Jesus, and then I said, and like um, antidepressants, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, but I think if you've exercised all of your options, where you're like, okay, like you know, it's it's not just occasionally it's whatever I've gone to the doctor because it is a drug but mm-hmm. it's like and you get to that point and you find a antidepressant that works for you I think they're incredible I think therapy is great mm-hmm. I love therapy yeah <laughs> so and much. the combination together it will really it'll change your life change your life who would have thought <laughs> <laughs> no I I just I love it because I think that I mean, I went to school for it, so there's yeah, like you get it, it. it. I get it, but I also like going to school for it. Never made my faith stronger. Like my faith mm-hmm. was never stronger by going to the college that I went to and learning the sciences that I learned. But it's also like made me realize like where some of the aspects that mm-hmm. were, and maybe it's just the South and stuff. Like be into you, like this is wrong, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, no, I can see like both sides and both used right and not abused are good answers because I think sometimes people can even I don't want to go there but like abuse like like trying to cope with their anxiety and their depression like serve 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 and do so much for God it's like okay but you need to deal with some some practical yeah like not that God isn't practical Mm -hmm. but yeah go talk to somebody about things that have happened to Mm -hmm. you or that you need to these thoughts that you're having because yes praying about them is great but there's these people that are equipped to help you navigate that season of your life. Yeah. I don't know. I freaking love therapy. Oh my God, me too. I'm like, I emailed somebody today because I was like, I think I need this again. Yeah. And I love it. Yep. And I can do it on my couch. Yep. How incredible. That like teleconference is cool now that you can like do stuff all on your phone and everything. It's fine. From your Speaking phone. Speaking of which, this episode is sponsored by betterhelp.com. <laughs> <laughs> use, code, use code Tana. <laughs> Speak my future into existence for I me. I can't wait for you to get sponsorships. <laughs> Montana's going to be revolving around the world. <laughs> like all the girls on The Bachelor. Bringing Allie with. Anyway, oh God, be because she's starting um, a vlog. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here uh, first. I want to be, be a blogger. <laughs> you are. You can have a podcast, a vlog, a vlog, all of it. I need she's you an to, influencer. I'm getting you on it. Maybe it's Allie. Maybe it's what maybe she's born with it maybe it's maybe maybelline it's, yeah i was gonna try to make a joke but it didn't work but anyway <laughs> back to something serious i had one more question about yes, this and yeah, then we'll yeah. can move on um but you do talk about de- talk to about depression and i want to talk about kind of like dealing with it in the queue because i also have Ooh. like battled depression mm-hmm. and the queue has brought i have went through every mm-hmm. single emotion like it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. And it really has brought out things in me that I feel like I'm healing from. Like I feel like it's been like I don't like the virus. Like we were saying, like I don't like it, but I have learned a lot about myself in this time. Yeah. And I got really dark there for a while. Yeah. Have you experienced any of that in the quarantine? Yeah. Uh even living <laughs> living alone, especially like I live with people. I couldn't imagine like yeah, I, it's good because we – when all this kind of happened, um, I had, like, a couple friends who they were like, hey, you can still come over. Like, you will be in our, like, quarantine crew, um, which I'm grateful for. And, you know, I go to Target from here from time to time. I've gone every day this week. But, 
Um, we keep Target in business. This episode is also sponsored to you by, <laughs> by Target. Target. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, like a few weeks ago, I just had like a really rough day. And I just got in my car and drove, which has been nice to take drives. But I like put on Hillsong because I'm like, you know, gotta love. I love Hillsong United. I'm not a Hillsong worship girl. I'm a United gal through and through. Love me some Taya and Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, literally ended up driving to a town that's like an hour and a half, two hours away mm-hmm. accidentally. Because um, No, I, just, I literally do it every day. Yeah. It was weird. I was just driving and mm-hmm. I bought like ice cream at Target and – didn't even eat it until I got home. So it was like melted. Um, but I think it's been difficult, but it's also taken a lot of like, like you said, like self-realization where I'm learning like what thoughts are true and which aren't. And something that when I have gone to counseling, they've told me um, his big thing is always like, hey, what's your goal? Like change your goal. If the goal is for me to and quarantine as an influencer with my blog finished with all of my work done and I lost 20 pounds by the way like you know of course I'm not going to feel like I'm measuring up but like if my goal is just for me to be like sane at the end of this and to like have a clean house and to be a little bit happier and closer to Jesus like that's a better goal like you know you can change your goal I don't know if that makes sense no it does yeah 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 I and I hate that how everyone's been like okay start a hobby do this and I'm like some days, all I can do is Just lay in bed. Get up. Yeah. I mean, Saturdays oh. and Sundays. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I still be having to work. And I, if I get in bed, if I knew I was low when I did my work for my bed one day, and my nephew came downstairs and was like, Are you okay? I'm like, Go. <laughs> Go back upstairs. <laughs> no, but, but I, you know, some days, all I can do is get out of bed. And that's okay yeah. because I think. Nobody has ever experienced something like this to this no. magnitude. And like while I am grateful for the technology and all that, but sometimes like I think it's okay to just like make it through the day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an influencer. No. And it, I don't know. I think like take advantage of the season for what you can, but don't like – I don't know. Like that's why I feel guilty about my Animal Crossing. Oh, my God. Don't feel guilty. It's wasting so- – no, I'm like I'm staying up until like 3 and 4 a.m. Yeah. It's bad. Okay, Allie, so when we started 2020, we were so hyped. We were like, it's our year. It's our time. Like, I feel it in my bones. Like, I'm about to meet the man of my dreams. No, we, like, really thought. We really, like, I thought coming into 2021, I'd be snatched and um, successful. My skin would be good. My hair would be long. I'd have a a rock on my hand. We really did think. Like, we coming back from the airport, like, you would have thought we were, like, cracked out because we were so hyped yeah i was like this is it and now we're good in- and well done good and faithful servant like we thought we were like <laughs> 2019 really put us through the ringer like yeah. we we got tested yeah in i was faithful we were faithful. tested yeah. in 2019 and i felt like the reward of 2020 was gonna be so good and it very much could be yeah I'm not you know may. it's only may but mm. <laughs> I said I don't leave my house other than to go to Target, but it's only May. It's only May, but like literally I only go to Target and I look like I'm homeless when I go to Target. I haven't so worn real pants in eight weeks, but it's only May. I did wear pants last Sunday. How was that? It it took me longer to go to the bathroom, like because I was wearing a oh. belt too. Oh. Like I would I didn't know how to like wear pants. Yeah. I know that sounds stupid. But it's real. But it's real because I've been wearing like leggings and biker shorts and like joggers. 
So like when I wore these real pants, like and then I had to like I was at someone's house. Yeah. Um, and like I kept I like had to go to the bathroom like because I was drinking a bunch of water and I like felt like I was in the bathroom for so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the, man. It's the belt. No, it's the, it's belt. the belt. Yeah. It'll get you. Um, but other than like the amount of time it took. It wasn't terrible. That's good. But I was definitely glad to get home and put, like, biker shorts back on. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, all we do is, like, go to Target. (laughs) Sponsored by Target. (laughs) (laughs) And um, have you done any online dating? Like, I know you have a dating story. Like, when I was trying to write jokes for the comedy, I asked my Instagram to send in their worst dates. And you won by far. Yeah, I have like a hinge horror story. I really hate it. Um, how do I just start? Just tell it if you want. So your okay. hinge profile is really legit because like I've tried them all. The tenders yeah. back when that first started. Bumble is trash because the girls have to talk first, and like I don't want to talk first. Yeah, chivalry is not dead in my book. Yeah. And then Hinge, I think, is trash because you have to, like, put questions and I've never felt anyone. But you actually had had a great Hinge profile. I mean, I feel like I really hacked the system because basically on Hinge, they ask you questions and they're called prompts. And you have to have your answer to them. And they start as, like, conversation starters for people. And so my answer to all the prompts was just, um, tell me I'm pretty and buy me coffee. And I really think that that hacked the system because in every DM I would get was just like, hey, you're really pretty. Can I buy you some coffee? Well, because you are pretty. Yeah. And <laughs> people need to buy you coffee. Yeah. It's only $5. Like, come on. Come okay. on. So you were on there. Yeah. You, you Did you meet some people? Yeah. So I never really, like, took it seriously because, <laughs> like, how seriously can you take it? I do not like online No, TV. I think it's really, like, uncomfortable. Good for people who it works out that for. I just me, though. Your job is – the internet like you would think that you would be yeah like you'd think i'd thrive it. on it no it's so awkward so I, I talked to this one guy and we talked for a few days and i was like you know what this could this could be fun like let's go get coffee like what's the harm so he's like hey let's go get coffee um i went to atlanta didn't go to my favorite coffee shop because if it was if i ran into people awkward and if he was weird then it ruined the coffee shop for me so we went to a random coffee shop which by the way is now closed that coffee shop. So I can't even go there and like mourn this moment. (laughs) But we go to the coffee shop. We sit down. We're talking for a little bit. It's like kind of fun, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But then we start talking. He knows that I work in ministry. He works in ministry. (laughs) Um, But I don't know where he works. Like good for him for having his thing, for having his passion. Watch him be the Tana Talks number one one fan. (laughs) Um, And there's just so many things that he said, but basically we're in conversation and he just threw out this like thought where he's like, you know what? I don't think I really like believe in hell. And I'm like, what? And I like laughed and he'd already said so many weird things. And he's like, I don't think you believe in hell. And I was like, do you believe in heaven? And he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, like what is all this for then? Like I'm kind of confused. (laughs) the simulation yeah i was like are you elon musk (laughs) um and so we're talking and i'm like so what's your favorite movie like just trying to like you know sway the conversation and then he goes uh you you know i gotta say this i just gotta say this you know i i think when when you know jesus died on the cross i i don't think he died to like forgive our sins i think it was more to um make a statement 
And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it, it is like a symbolic thing. Like, you know, all of this, there's, you know, grace and the covering and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he's like, no, I just think it was to like prove a point. And I'm like, that is the most millennial thing that you could say. <laughs> like, I'm bringing my reusable grocery bags to to make a statement. And it's like, I, I'm only drinking out of a hydro flask to make a statement. And it's like, yeah. yeah, okay, well, the savior of the world didn't die on a cross to make us like – yeah, he made a statement because he saved us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. And on a first date, like literally just meeting just someone. Not just something don't. you throw out, like these deep theological. And that was the last time I went on Hinge because I just can't do it. I just don't see how it works because I think I'm much better in person. I'm so much more fun in person. But then it's like, but my teeth are a light, a lot wider in oh. the photos of the post. <laughs> you know yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to whiten my teeth in photos i tune i don't do that you know i try to be authentic Allie. that's my actually i haven't edited my quote quote brand that's true that is your brand <laughs> my i rolled my eyes my last three selfies though i'm not vain i'm not i promise um i haven't edited so i'm feeling good about that you know yeah feeling good coming. like i should um I just don't get how online dating works. And, like, some people are really successful at it. I have literally never been on a date or never had more than, like, 20 messages back and forth with someone that I've met online. Yeah. I don't think it's fun. I think it's really exhausting. It is, like, a job. Well, I'm, like, there's so only so much you can really, like, say. And I don't want to text for that long. Yeah. I don't like texting anyways. Um, maybe it is because it is my job that I'm, like, okay, like, let's go. Um I would rather just, like, have a phone call or, like, go get dinner or something like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Online dating, not for me. I think it'll be fine whenever we can, like, you know, see people again. Maybe we'll try it again on the in the queue. In the queue. But post queue. Post queue. Because I don't yeah. want to meet someone right now. You can't even meet them. No. Those people who are doing, like, those Zoom yeah. first dates, I think it's cringe. It's I'm sorry. so sad. If it's working for you, that is so great. And I'm so happy for you. Like, I mean it. But I saw a TikTok of a girl who went on a first date on Zoom, but it wasn't like her filming the TikTok. It was her sister filming the TikTok. So this girl is like going on a first date in her family's like living room with like her family around. And I just think that's so cringy. I don't have that level of confidence. No, no, no. Mm -mm. I don't like the Zoom TV shows or anything, especially not a Zoom first date. I don't look good on camera, but I really don't look good on Zoom. No, and they have that beauty <laughs> feature that you can turn on. It yeah. doesn't do anything. Nothing. I mm. am terrible. I am trash on Zoom. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. Turn I that video off. Nope. I never have my video on unless I'm <laughs> required to. Some meetings are required. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk to you about just a couple more questions. Don't want to take too much of your time. You know, you are. Yeah, Montana, a, I'm a, sick of you. You're like an influencer. It's <laughs> so like you have to go. But what do you think is a more – what is a practical way people can be more authentic in everyday life? That's a question I've been trying to ask everyone since – Oh, that's a really this good This is question. an authentic – Yeah. Quote, quote. Pod. Pod. Roll eye. No, it is though. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. Allie. Um, no, I think part of growing up is I'm realizing like things that I tolerate in myself and things that I don't tolerate anymore. Um, how I'm perceived and how I want to be perceived and what I value and what I don't. So I think – one, it just comes naturally as you age. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, all right, I don't I don't care about that anymore. Um, I don't know. I just think it's 
I'm still trying to become like the most confident version of myself and finding that confidence the right way, which is like in my relationship with God, but also just in like, I don't know, this is going to sound so stupid. This no, really it's not. no. This don't is, say that. Well, no, like, cause what I'm gonna say is gonna sound really vain. It's like there's moments where I'm like, no, I'm freaking great. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I'm pretty. I'm talented. I'm very good at my job. I'm funny as heck. People are sleeping on it, like things like that. And I'm just like, I'm great. And if they so and so doesn't see it, that's fine. But like, yeah. I love who I'm becoming, so that's great. Yeah. No, I think that's especially a female thing. I think yeah. it's a human thing, but I think especially for females, like we care a lot what other people think. Yeah. I mean. It's hard. It is. And it's something that I'm growing out of, mm-hmm. but especially like being, having a podcast about being authentic and like putting out content like about your own life yeah. and like asking others about it and like sharing things. Like I have realized like it takes a lot out of you to be authentic and, mm-hmm. and to not care. And, and I kind of like, I've spent so much of my life caring about other people that, it's how much is so it so exhausting? It's wasted so much time. It, it is exhausting. Yeah. It's wasted much of my time caring about so much what other people think. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I'm just not here for it. It's not. I don't. I don't know half the people that I cared about what they thought about me, mm-hmm. but I knew like three years ago. Yeah. I don't. It just doesn't matter. And the people who have been consistent in my life, whose opinions I do value, it's like okay, there's a reason because they're consistent. And, yeah. They want the best for me. Yeah, and e- they wouldn't judge me. They know my heart, and, yeah. and I think it's it's about surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, and I love that for you because I really Thanks. do think you have a great team around you mm. and and friends, and I love them and like, love that for t- like time big like come on my podcast. <laughs> That's your way of of like trying to get in. Hey, like, time big. I'm gonna slide in. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, and then the last question for you. What is something you've been learning recently? You know, we have a lot, had a lot of time to reflect in the queue. Um, I've been learning a lot about Animal Crossing. I just learned <laughs> how to do customization. <laughs> Went through Tom farm. workshop. A virtual farm. It's an island. Um, virtual thank you very island. Much. Um, okay, pra- okay, well, okay. Practical things that I've been learning. Um, not like an emotional thing. Like whatever really you're learning, you tell me. I'll do, let me do both. So, okay. okay, one. Um, I've taken up writing again, which has been a lot of fun. Um, just, I think, so I, the beginning of quarantine, I binged all of Sex in the City, mm-hmm. which if you've never watched Sex in the City, you hear that title and you're like, oh my God, what is she watching? And Carrie Bradshaw is a writer yeah. and it's really cool because the entire series is like narrated through her articles. Um, and I think because of that, I wanted to write again. <laughs> um, you hate Carrie though. I hate Carrie. I love her. She's whiny. She's bad with her money. She is so wrong with Aiden. Like, he gave her the world. I am a Carrie. Like, I hope you know. I don't like, think you are I a am. Here's the thing. I know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm a Miranda. <laughs> but here's the thing. At the end, Miranda got Steve. Miranda got Brady. Miranda had a house in Brooklyn. She, she was. She's the underrated character She of wore show. a Fendi ski coat. She was in feminism. too. She was the feminism movement before the feminism movement was a movement. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda walked so we could run. I love Miranda. Miranda walks so this podcast could exist. <laughs> what? No, Miranda was like an uh, an anchor okay. in the show. I, she was consistent. She's such a good friend to all of the women. Yes. You know, Samantha Flaky had her things, okay, because she was so focused on herself. 
Um, Charlotte, again, so focused on herself. She was snappy. Carrie, so emotional, so whiny. Who was consistent? Miranda. She was a rock. And I and that I she even like she gave she gave Carrie money. Was that her? Uh, no. Yes, she yes, gave her. She everybody gave Carrie money because she was freaking broke. Okay. Because she was so bad at her finances. No, if you can't, if you can't afford your rent, don't go buy Manolblanix. Like you don't need the shoes, six hundred dollars shoes. If you can't pay your rent, okay. Like I wouldn't do that, but in the show, like I am a Carrie. I just can't with her, and I like you, and so it's hard for me to like compare. It's okay. Like you just have to face this. I guess Carrie and Miranda were friends. We were best friends. <laughs> Okay, so I've been learning to write again, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've been writing again and that's been really fun um, because I am kind of, I think what I'm learning is I'm learning what I'm passionate about and what I actually want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be 26 in like three weeks, two weeks. And I'm terrified because it's so close to 30 and I just feel like it's okay to like not have your crap together in your 20s. But by the time you get to your 30s, it's like not nah, get your crap together. So I'm working on it. Um, Allie, you have your crap together shot. Sis. No. <laughs> Um, so I'm learning, I don't know. That's what I'm learning. I'm learning what I like and what I don't and what I value and what I don't. And I think that's really important. And even just like how people talk to me and how I talk to people. And I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense or if that sounds, if that even, if anybody even understands what that means, but no, I love that. And I think it does make sense because, um, like, I just want to be happy with my life and not that I'm not happy with my life, but it's like, okay, cool. Like, what do I, what do I want? the most and how can I get it but don't get so scared about 30 because I I, think okay so think about this we used to think people at 25 like had their crap together oh my god okay I also okay for some reason that was a lie did you ever think when you were little like by the time you'd be 25 you'd be like so tall I thought I'd be tall and I thought I'd like have two kids right now but that's just growing up in the south like I did not not think I'd have two kids really like in the south if you're not married by like 21 like that's so crazy. You're dying alone. That's like in a song, I'm pretty sure, somewhere. But like the South is wild oh, when it comes to getting married. The South is wild about a lot of things. No, <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd be really tall. Really? Yeah, I don't is know. Is anybody why. in your family tall? No. <laughs> We're all like five five. Like I'm five three. Anyway, you're going to be thriving by 30. You're thriving now. You're doing better than you think you are. You're amazing. And about the writing thing, okay, I want to challenge you something. Okay. And everyone, ew, now there's going to be like accountability. And everyone listening. No, I'm serious because me and you are in the same boat. We started 2020 so hype, hype, 2020. Driven AF. Let's go. Yeah. And then um, I got in this spell where I stopped writing and I love to write. And so I know when I don't write, like something's wrong. So I, um, Listen to this podcast and Tanya Rad. I'm obsessed <gasps> with her. I love Tanya Rad. Obsessed. Yeah. Okay. Well, she does that calling in the one book, and I got that. Mm-hmm. I kind of stopped it, but I'm gonna start it again. Okay. But she also does like a dear future husband journal. And then I was also listening to like a Christian like something, and it was talking about like writing letters to God. Interesting. And so I got this little like it's a thin little thing mm-hmm. from Target. And I started, like, a little journal for the future hubs. Like, I don't care if that's weird. <laughs> I'm going to give it to him one day. And if he's if he ends up with me, he's weird, too. So I started a little journal. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't stand you. <laughs> I started a little journal. That's and good, And I've also though. been writing a little letters to God. And I think it has really, like, 
the letters are not pretty. Like they're just yeah. like they're what I'm feeling on the inside. Yeah. They're like raw. They're me. Yeah. And I think just like writing out what's inside and getting it out like will it help feels so. so good. Yeah. And like yeah. writing a cute little letter to your future man that like to think about this. We like, write our, very different things though. <laughs> our husbands are I write like to God. I'm like deep and like depressed and like emo. But to like my future husband, I'm like, hey, like what's up? <laughs> and emo. No, I'm writing like bloggy type content. You are. Yeah, that's like I don't know. Like because you're gonna start a blog. Like in college when I had AliShaw.com mm-hmm. type of content. Like I'm bringing it back. But what I'm saying is like before you go to bed. But now happyeverything.lol. Happy everything. Yeah, I have happyeverything.lol, not .com because it's so expensive. Dot LOL. But I have dot LOL because I thought it was cute and quirky. That is, that's you. It's very on brand for me. So very it kind of worked out and it was only 99 cents a year. I've had it for four for years. No, but what I'm saying is I think you should write letters to your future husband. Like I just feel that. And I didn't even, I don't even I don't know, know. I don't even know why to share that on my podcast because like embarrassing that I'm even doing that. But like I think, like it's kind of like the law of attraction. Like we think like our hu- that's husband, that book that you read, our husband and that man, like a man, like th- seems so off. But if you start writing to him, like, hey, like blah, 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 like, today I had this. And, like, Tanya Rad was, like, writing about how, like, That's okay, so interesting that Tanya this. Rad does it. She, she does. And she talks about it on The Morning Show with Ryan Seacrest, like, to oh my all God. of L.A. Like, Ryan Seacrest, a.k.a. the hardest working man in Hollywood. Did you a man that can be on live I would, in New York at I would 9 a.m.? die for Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I'm in love with Ryan Seacrest. I love him. He really, like, is doing it all. Like, I'm in love with him. And he's from Atlanta. Like, he is my... No, he's not. He's my muse. He's from Atlanta? He's from Atlanta. Okay, that's what blows my mind about Atlanta, is how many people are from Atlanta. Yeah, it's, like, culture. It's it the really heart is. of culture. Ryan Seacrest? Yes. Ryan Seacrest is from Does Atlanta. Does he have a house here? Yes, and his parents still live here. Mr. and Mrs. Seacrest. Yes, mom and dad. <laughs> mom and dad. Wait, I want to. Okay, we're I... going to find their house. Oh, I'm sorry. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> that really was like a mental like track. Yeah, guys. So um, I'm Ryan Seacrest's biggest fan and Tanya Rad. I DM'd her, so hopefully she'll be on the podcast soon. <laughs> Did you DM Mr. Seacrest? Not Ryan, but but the dad. (laughs) No, but, like, I feel like in the millions, like, I'm staying away from the million people, you know? I feel like I'll never get seen. Goes into this request. (laughs) I'm sorry. I really, like, thought. (laughs) Allie, where can everybody find you on social media? You're fine. Write a letter to your freaking future husband. I'm telling you, imagine it, envision it. I've been doing it. And if I'm weird and talking about it on this podcast, you guys should do it. Try it out. Let me know. Okay. Ali, what's your freaking <laughs> social media? Miss Happy Dot Everything, LOL. Um, okay, my Instagram, YouTube, not YouTube. Instagram. I don't know why. Oh, she's being prophetic. Oh my god, Instagram and Twitter, because I don't want you to add me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> um, is um just at Ali Shawl. Oh and my gosh, her TikTok, Twitter is amazing though. I go off on Twitter. I'm very authentic on Twitter. And then my um TikTok is at Ali is really pretty because I made it as a joke and now TikTok's taken seriously. So I, I need to change it. No, Ali is really pretty. I know, but that just and it's a photo of me when I was like a little kid. It's just really weird. Ali, everything you do is on brand. So I love fine. that photo of me when I was a little kid. I love everything about you, Ali. And oh I God, think Montana. everyone on here is gonna just like really enjoy this. No, Montana, I love that you do this. Like I'm inspired by you for being like consistent and like 
bold to do this because it is scary like to put yourself out there like it is I know that sounds like weird but it's like I don't know I love you and I'm so happy that we did this and I like just want to hang out (laughs) (laughs) I know it's our first time hanging out months I'm so excited she made me a cheese plate I don't know if I already said this because we had a bunch of takes but Allie made me a cheese plate and it was amazing it was a charcuterie board it had Irish cheddar on it and that stuff slaps that that fit it was a fig spread it was a spicy fig spread. Spicy fig spread. Mm-hmm. Did you get it at Trader Joe's? I got it at Kroger. It was four ninety nine. Kroger. Honestly, if you're trying to make a cheese board, don't go to Trader Joe's. What? No, go to Kroger. Their cheese section way better. Prices way better. I like really like Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's too. R.I.P. to Joe. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, Allie. Well, I can't wait for you to start a YouTube and a podcast and a blog. Okay, I'm gonna now that it's it's out. It's out. I'll right join now. your network. Yeah, we're making a network. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enough secrets. Bye. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this fun conversation with me and my friend Allie. I hope you follow her on all of her social media. Show her some love and support. I love you guys. I mean it. Have a great week. I'll see you Thursday.